Hey guys, welcome to episode 18 of The Doctor and the Dork. This is Frank here with our co-hostess, Olivia. Hi everyone. So I am, per usual, all hyped up. Thought I was going to have to do three takes of this intro Yeah, that was the first again. one. Yeah, I know, first go. We're doing good this week, guys. <laughs> We're doing great. Um, so I think Olivia is going to start us off, and then uh, I think she's killing it with the doctor segment I'm this week. I'm not going to be killing it. That I got much. nothing for you guys. Great. I'm sorry. Another short episode, <laughs> easy on the ears. <laughs> All right, take it away, babe. All right, so I thought we'd open up this episode reflecting on how sober October <clears throat> is going so far. Not well. And you know, when you hear the <laughs> word sober, I think you initially think of drugs and alcohol. And let me tell you, that part's going just dandy. That's fine. You know, I don't really need my occasional glasses of wine yeah however not hard uh, skipping the cocaine daily and multi-daily <laughs> coffee i'm missing that it's not going well every afternoon i'm just so tired i just want a little pick me up i want a little psl from starbucks i want something to have caffeine coursing through my veins okay so i'm gonna sound real dumb here what's a psl a pumpkin spice latte oh <laughs> but you regret asking now i do i regret that greatly. <laughs> yeah guys it's uh sober october i mean this is the third year for myself and uh it's a challenge per usual it's you know what it's fine until it's not it's one of those you're like oh i'm good the first four days and you wake up one morning and you're like oh i slept like crap i got a long day of work ahead of me let me just go get a cup of coffee oh never mind no coffee yeah, for just me just such a simple luxury <laughs> taken by sober october oh, yeah you get home and you're like you know what i'd love a beer or a glass of wine with dinner i earned it after a long day and you're like and i can't on the bright side, only 24 more days till I can have a nice, large cup of coffee. Really? We're a, th we're a quarter of the way done, huh? Where is October going? I don't know if that's exactly the calculation. But anyways, in addition to <laughs> doing our Sober October stuff, we're also doing healthy stuff for Sober October. And that is including a hot yoga twice a week for Frankie and I. Let me tell you. Hot yoga is the best way to ruin yoga. <laughs> Guys, hot yoga is as great and as terrible as I remember it being last year and the year before that. And uh, so this time we signed up for 10 classes. Foolish, and, uh, dumb, regret. Yeah. <laughs> no, they're, they're, it's rough, guys. It is. Hot yoga, if you're not ready for it, it's, uh, it's a challenge. Get ready. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, merely existing on your mat when it's that hot and humid in the room is a challenge. It's 95. And then, so like our first day wasn't terrible. We didn't show up prepared. We didn't have our, uh, we had sweat rags, but we didn't have like um, yoga the, towels. The, yeah, the yoga towels on the mat. So we're over here slipping and sliding like somebody lubed our mats up. <laughs> and uh, so that was, you know, great and all. We survived the first one. Then the yeah. second one, I tell you what, it was 95 in there again. But the lady that did the previous class on her way out decided she was going to leave the humidifier on yeah. while we were sitting there. So it sat on with the humidifier in the room for like 20 minutes because we show up early. And uh, the other girl went, oh, I didn't realize that was on. And then rushed to go turn it off. And Frankie and I had also lifted before this particular yes. yoga class. Yes. So I was basically dead half the yoga We decided class. to do chest and tries. And you know, I just tried to Wim Hof it through. But at a certain point through my deep breathing exercises, 
all I can think about is how hot the air entering my lungs is. <laughs> and then from there, it's a rapid decline. Yeah, that is, yeah, it, it's just, it's rough. So we'll see how our third, our net, our third course is tonight. tonight. So less than an hour from now, guys. Yeah. So we're off to meet our doom. As you can tell, we're just so pumped up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Frankie also went on a nice little boys hike this week. Yeah. So shout out to uh, Matt, AJ, and Sean. Love you guys. Um, we went out and did our yearly hike. We missed 2019. We were reminiscing about that. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we all concurred that we missed 2019's yearly Black Rock hike. Why? You guys are too busy or what? I, I forget why, honestly. I, mm. for the life of me, don't recall. Um, but anyway, so, uh, yeah, we did our Black Rock hike. out. If you, For those of you that don't know, this is out in Thomaston, uh, Connecticut. Um, it has a great overlook of the town. Uh, it's a really beautiful sight to see, especially when the leaves are changing. Um, we got there, I think, a week or two too early. Mm. Another week or two, and it would have been Perfect. real, real nice. Yeah. Uh, but it was a great day for a hike. It, it was very mild-tempered. And then we, we got off the beaten path for a little bit, and then we went down to the Thomaston Dam like we usually do. So we'll post the photos of that. But guys, if you've ever wanted to see a cool dam... If you're familiar with, um, oh God. Oh no, uh, we're rolling. Yep, no, we're I forgot rolling. the name of this game. <laughs> I forgot the name of it. It's got big daddies in it and. Um, don't uh, look at me, I don't, I don't know. know. Don't look yeah, it up no, right I'm, now. I'm going to have to Google it. He'll get back to you next week. He's Googling <laughs> it I'm right Googling now. it right now, guys. I don't know what we're going to do now because I have nothing to ad-lib. <laughs> Everything left in the weekend review is all Frankie. Oh, and my God. And his first Google search was a fail. <laughs> yeah, my first Google. Oh, Bioshock. I couldn't think of it. I was put on the spot. Oh, thank goodness. All the listeners are so relieved now. <laughs> But yeah, so this one tower at the at uh, the Thomaston Dam, it looks like something right out of Bioshock. The letters, just the eerie look of it. It's very cool. Interesting. Um, so I'm going to end our week in review, though, with some downturn news that I just found out today. That for those of you that are Van Halen fans, Eddie Van Halen passed away today. It is October 6th, uh, 2020. Um, he died at the age of 65 due to cancer causes. Um, so if you get the time, go listen to some Van Halen. They are a fantastic band, were a fantastic band, mm. still are. God, they're, they were, uh, yeah, they had a lot of great hits. Um, Bowling for Soup mentions them in one of their songs. Yes. Listen to Van Halen or something oh, like oh that. Oh, my you God. Know. It's the 19, <laughs> what's I don't, 1890, 1985. 1985. 1985. Okay. Guys, go listen to that song, too, that's a classic. <laughs> not, not Bowling for Soup. Get <laughs> out. We're, we're here to listen to some Van Halen. But, uh, no, that's all I got for our Week in Review, guys. Honestly, I... Because I don't think of anything else. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing the book review. Yes, and for... say some administrative stuff. We're doing the book review next week. Girl on a Train. Yeah, Girl on a Train. Um, and then we're going to watch the movie at some point. Maybe yeah. we'll watch that this weekend. That'd be nice. Um, um, we've now surpassed 300 listens, to thanks to all of our listeners. Yes, thank you guys. 326 listens and uh, still going. So for those of you that have just started listening, big shout out. You guys are fantastic. And those of you that have been with us from the start, 
equally big shout out. You guys are awesome for sticking with us. Yeah, let me us. give some specific shout outs. I know some people liked my Facebook post, so I'll give a shout out to Don, <clears throat> and I'll give a shout out to Corinne who commented on my Facebook post. About oh, awesome. I know Matt recently started listening. Oh, yeah, Matt and Dee. Yep. They started listening. I know AJ catches it. I don't know if Sean and Jotty are... They, Jotty they, listens they, at yeah, work, I think. Yeah, they get it intermittently. Yeah. Um, I know our folks, both of our parents, yeah. yep, they listen. Um, I think your grandparents My listen. My grandma started listening. Shout out, Graham. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move it along. We don't got to waste the whole episode on shout outs. Okay. You want me to kick it off this week? Yeah. You want me to kick it off? Actually, you know what? No, we'll end with uh, the doctor because right. you got a ton. Go ahead. So, guys, for the dork segment this week, I got next to nothing. Um, there's a lot of exciting technology things, um, you know, technological things going on out there. A lot of innovations happening. Um, mostly from Elon Musk. <laughs> Let's be shout real. Shout out here. Elon Musk. Feel free to come on. Enough guess. of your shout outs. Get out of here. <laughs> Send us an email, doctor.dorkgmail.com. <laughs> um, so he uh part of uh, Elon Musk's recent thing, he uh established Spacelink, which is part of his SpaceX program. Um, which apparently has brought Wi-Fi to the firefighters in California. Because apparently they're just out in the middle of nowhere and you can't get Wi-Fi out there. Well, apparently his Space Link initiative has brought Wi-Fi to them in the middle of these raging infernos and is actually being a great help already. Wow. So who'd have guessed that Elon Musk and his interstellar travels Elon. would still be helping us let me ask you a question how many more children do you think are going to be named elon in the next decade because right now i know mm. one elon and it would be elon musk <laughs> you know what probably a lot of people are going to just start giving him their kids like they should make a nice middle name i don't know how i like the, it the church of name, elon <laughs> yeah i know you really <laughs> want to start that <laughs> um but next guys keeping it with the interstellar uh topic we have the Solar Orbiter. So apparently uh, NASA had the genius idea of launching a satellite at the sun that's going to uh, be about 10 million miles closer to the sun than Mercury. And keep in mind, the surface of Mercury hits roughly 450 degrees Celsius because mm. it's that close to the sun. Um, so I was doing some reading about into the solar paneling on this thing and the heat shielding. And apparently it is some very high-tech stuff, obviously. But specifically that I was interested in was how does this thing know when to turn, right? Like, they're obviously not putting an Apple computer's Listen, processor in there. Yeah, I don't know. This is why I find so many things in space. I can understand <clears throat> the conspiracy theorists because, like, we can't even make a car self-drive itself. And you tell me we can launch rockets and satellites <laughs> up there with no problem. So this thing needs to be able to... So, all right... Um, like I, in this article that I read, they were talking about our cell phones, right? So you take a cell phone and you open every app you have on your phone and you time it, right? And you go, oh, it took this many seconds. Then you shut your phone off, start it back up and you do it again. Now that it has a cache in it mm -hmm. and it takes exponentially less time, like mm -hmm. literally a quarter of the time. Okay. Um, well, apparently that is still too, excuse me, um, that's still too slow for uh, the solar orbiter. So this thing apparently has a uh, operating system that can boot and pull up programs and make adjustments within like two seconds. 
and it needs to do this consistently. Not like, oh, hey, my phone was so fast six months ago and now it's not. This thing I stays this fast. I think I missed the fast. first half of the story. What is this thing that's up there? It's a satellite that they launched at the sun. For why? What's it? Who cares? I don't know. The NASA? Point? They're doing whatever so you, NASA you're does. You're calling the, the sun solar up. orbiter. Is it like creating solar power or no, something? No, no. It's, it's orbiting the sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. This is <laughs> so a NASA thing. So they needed thing. this thing to come up and orbit Yeah, well, just not the... I'm not even worried about the heat shielding. We can do that. We can dip okay. things in lava on Earth. Sure. Um, no, what I was talking about was the computer that controls this thing and how high tech it oh. is. It, it's basically like a normal computer on steroids they built an entirely separate operating system that's insanely fast compared to like anything apple or microsoft rolls out mm. and uh it's just very high why tech. does its computer system need to be any better than any other satellite that goes well if you were listening i said because they <laughs> which you clearly weren't all right but it just it needs to be able to boot up faster and make adjustments on its orbit because it's so hot or what? Because it could blow up into the sun if it doesn't. You know what? While we're talking about this <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> last week, you made a comment, it might have been the week before, about if I was listening that I would have heard something. And I was so certain you didn't say it. And then I re-listened to the pod and you did indeed say it. <laughs> so, sorry. Yeah. No, no, it's okay. No, I, I feel the love. All right, guys. So, I'm going to wrap it up with... So, uh... I'm going to end it with my games. So PlayStation is going out with a bang, guys. Um, the free games they have for PlayStation Plus this month are Need for Speed Payback. We all know Need for Speed, great car game. Uh, so that's free. And then uh, they also released another game that I was very unfamiliar with um, called Vampire. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you. I know it's set in like medieval, or not medieval, um... God, I'm trying to think. Like he looks early, at me when he doesn't know. Yeah, like I know. I, <laughs> I just I'm bouncing ideas off your face. Um, it's like early 1900s uh, London, I think it is, mm. and uh, basically you're a vampire. If you played around. this game, feel free write us an email. Oh my Doctor, God. enough of your plugs. Get, get out of here. Let us know how is it. <laughs> it's fantastic. It's free. Is that all you got? That's all I got. What this about week? weren't you gonna say didn't Xbox buy some new game? Because you said you might have to buy an Xbox now. Oh no 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 no! Um, they they picked up. We talked. I talked about this already no. in last week's podcast. Well, why'd you bring it up to me again yesterday? Because I was just talking about it yesterday. I was talking about Fallout New Vegas, guys, uh. just to bring all the memories back because it's Fallout New <laughs> Vegas and it's fantastic. And more of the pot I didn't apparently listen to. Yeah, I know, but that's okay. Send us an email, Doctor Dork, oh. if you think the Fallout guy looks a lot like the Bazooka Joe guy. That is true. He might be a ripoff. <laughs> All right. Take it on. away, babe. Finish Let's it. You got 20 minutes left. Intellectual so. conversation, out, oh, shall we? <laughs> I'm losing brain cells already. The CDC has officially republished a new thing about how coronavirus can be spread airborne. If you remember a few weeks ago, we brought it up that the CDC posted it. It was retracted. Um, not great, I feel, to retract stuff if you... If you need to, go ahead and say this is what we thought and then publish something new saying, you know what, that is what we thought, but we have new evidence that suggests otherwise. However, the CDC retracted their previous one because they felt that the wording might cause increased concern among citizens. So basically, they wanted to sugarcoat it for us. So I want to bring this up because I was talking to our good friend Sean about this this past weekend. And him and I, I wouldn't even say it was an argument. We were just discussing it. Whether... 
in the scientific community whether it's right or wrong to retract something. And I stood by the stance of once you say something, it's out there. You can make corrections. You can say, hey, we found something else that's new and you can change it from there. Mm -hmm. But you can't just go, oh, hey, this is what it is. And then just go, oh, no, no, we didn't say that. Yeah. I feel like you need to leave it out there and go, sorry, we didn't mean to say that. This is what we meant to say. We so, misspoke. I think in 99% of cases, they... that's true. In, in terms of like publications, because I think that's probably like the biggest thing in the science world that guides kind of people's findings, you can most commonly, I think, if a newer, better cure is found for something, you're going to, guidelines are going to update <clears throat> themselves and they're going to say, hey, previously this is what we said, but new evidence has showed that this is the better option. An alternative, if you have a, a journal article that's published and you realize maybe you reported something wrong, maybe you got numbers switched, maybe there was a typo, you can write to the journal and let them know and they will allow you to make a correction. So then on your journal it will say, note the correction was made on XYZ date so then you can be aware of what was changed. Now the worst case scenario is it can get retracted, but the only reason it would get retracted is if the information was completely wrong and basically they or found falsified. out yeah they found out you were making up data and it, no part of it was correct so a good example of that is like that mmr vaccine causes <clears throat> autism article that was retracted because the guy made up the data oh, okay. that was involved in that so you just because you don't like the way you worded something that's that's not a valid reason to retract something okay i feel no I, yeah again i wasn't I really had no stake in the, the discussion. It just, <laughs> in my head, that's how it should go in the scientific community. I don't yeah. know. I mean, it just seems when you fully retract something, it seems like you knew you were lying through your teeth and somebody called yeah. you on it. So like, like in terms of coronavirus, we're seeing, and people talk about this a lot, that you're seeing science evolve where usually you just kind of see the finished product because it doesn't get talked about. And I think a good example of that is the hydroxychloroquine treatment. So right off the bat, there were a lot of studies that came out and said, yeah, this could possibly be used. And when they found out that those actually probably weren't very effective, they then published new articles that said, <clears throat> actually, hydroxychloroquine isn't as effective as we thought. But those old articles still stayed in place they weren't like never mind we don't want people to know we were wrong so we're gonna get rid of this okay because um, the data in that was still valid it just maybe wasn't looking at the full picture or something but back to the cdc yes, so it's airborne it's airborne so i was reading they're now saying that six feet might not be far enough interestingly i didn't see anywhere talking about mass and i I would assume, and this is not published anywhere, but I would assume that's because they don't want to instill more fear because once they find out that, once people know that masks might not be as effective as we initially thought, that's just going to, one, people are going to be like, well, then why am I wearing a mask at all? <laughs> yeah. then, well, you're going to have all the people that, you know, were at home making cloth masks yeah. that don't do jack. Yeah. And it's like, well... There you go. It's if you didn't have an N95, right? You're SOL. And yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I still don't even trust the the blue, you know, nurse no, no. ones that they have. You know that I wear. I think they're good for if you cough or sneeze that you're not going to yeah. spread those through the air. I think I haven't gotten the common cold this year, so yeah. uh, I guess kudos on the mask and hand sanitizer. <laughs> Actually, guys, I want to know. Has anybody, since we've started wearing masks and, you know, hand sanitizing mm. everything, God has sick. anybody gotten, like, genuinely sick? Not food sick. 
I'm talking like the common cold, the flu, yeah. you know. Right in, drandork at gmail.com. Yeah, have any of you guys gotten sick? I'm interested to know. Yeah, that's a valid question. Anyway, so I just wanted to bring that up. I, For some reason, I feel like it's still a controversial topic. I also feel like for some reason it's political to talk about whether the CDC says the virus is airborne or not. But that's a conversation for a different podcast. <laughs> um, so next thing I wanted to talk about, as I'm sure everybody has seen, President Trump was hospitalized for the COVID, which I'm sure many people have many witty things they would like to say about that. Karma. <laughs> <laughs> but he was on a whole slew of treatments, as I'm sure everybody's been reading about, many of which I'm proud to say we have discussed on The Doctor and the Dork. We and have, actually. One of those treatments is steroids, so things like dexamethasone and prednisone. And I know we've talked about it a few times, but one thing that we haven't talked about too much is the, the side effects of steroids, you know? They're great. They can be used for, you can get them in a cream. They can help stop itching. You can get them in an inhaler. They can help asthma. You can get them in a pill. They can help COVID and inflammation. But like, what's the downside of steroids? They make you jacked. Oh, wait, that's an upside. Sorry. <laughs> you get jacked. Oh, wait, wrong steroids. So or? if you initially read <laughs> the side effects of steroids, mm. there's like a, a whole bunch of really bad things. Um, and so I want to highlight that there's some key differences and the side effects of steroids. And that is if you're getting short-term steroids, which is usually considered about two weeks versus long-term steroids. So if you're getting steroids for over two weeks and your side effect profile can really differ between that time. So if I, as the pharmacist, if this was me a year ago and I was still in the clinical setting, I would tell my patient who maybe was getting a five-day course of steroids the things they could expect. They might expect a little agitation. So I always make a joke about that if their spouse is in the room. I say, if you notice he's a little more angry than usual, blame it on the steroids. <laughs> you Wait, might... does it really? Yeah. Wait, what kind of... Are we talking... Like dexamethasone, prednisone. Wait, are these like actually make you jacked no steroids? these no they're not those so wait, how they're corticosteroids they, so how are they causing roid rage um so I, <laughs> I looked into this a bit and what it looks like is a lot of it also is there's a lot of fluid retention and that fluid retention is causing <clears throat> increased blood pressure so i think that oh. somehow in that cycle maybe that leads to a bit of the, the oh mood so swings. it just makes you actually irritable because yeah. you're just you're swelled up. Your with... physical self is irritable, therefore your mental self becomes I irritable. got you. Is that really the explanation? I'm not sure, but um I was imagining that's my like actual like testosterone Power steroids. Just anger. Roid raging <laughs> out, just throwing chairs through walls and stuff. Alright, so um, you're just like bad mood irritable. Yeah. Okay. So blood pressure, that's another one. So especially if you're a patient who already has hypertension, you're already on medications. For those few days your blood pressure might bounce up, so I just wanted tell you don't worry too much about that it should normalize when you stop the steroids and then the last thing is it can cause you to be extra hungry so you might see a little bit of weight gain which is both from that hunger and also a little bit from that fluid retention we were talking about earlier so those are your short-term effects now your long-term effects sound a lot scarier and that's why i think a lot of patients kind of look up things on their own and they create their own diagnoses so what happens if you are going to take a steroid for longer than two weeks? Now, at this point, you can start to see increased blood sugar, which is important if you're diabetic because you might need to adjust some of your medications. And the two bigger things, I think, is one, it can start to kind of break down your bone. 
which so is osteoporosis. Bad. Mm-hmm. And then last but not least, and this is the one that gets mentioned the most often, is it can decrease your immune system, making you more prone to infections, which is very... I don't know, interesting, not intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. Because usually you're using these for an infection where you have a lot of inflammation. So then when people start looking this up and they're like, it's going to decrease my immune system. But once again, that's usually if you're only on it for over two weeks. So this is something you might see patients with like arthritis or something using. Well, I seem like that sounds a lot like actual steroids where like, Mm. so in a man, you know, if you start using steroids too frequently, one of the major side effects that keeps you on it is you stop producing your own testosterone. Mm. Right, because well now your body's got an outside source, so it down-regulates its own source. Yeah, so is that that a bit what it's doing like with your immune system? Like if you're on a, uh, you know... Yeah, tangentially. So it's trying, usually, yeah, essentially it's making the immune system not react so much, which is the reason why you're getting less of that inflammation. So your immune but over time, your immune street, system's like, all right, well, I guess we don't got to do anything then if you're going to keep telling okay. us to relax. All right, um, makes sense. But yeah, so I just want to highlight that there is kind of some differences there between short-term and long-term use. So if you have coronavirus um, and you do get prescribed steroids, don't fear you'll probably be okay. The last thing I just wanted to mention real quick is that the Nobel Prize was given for the three doctors who discovered hepatitis C. Yes. Um, Dr. Alter, Dr. Houghton, and Dr. Rice. Was there like some controversy to that? I was seeing some articles that were like... Were you? No, I didn't see anything about the controversy. So I saw one. I know we we avoid these topics. Oh, boy. Um, But I saw one that was saying that the Nobel Prizes are like super sexist because they all mm. went to men yeah. um, well a majority i guess sure. um and then so that was an article i saw today and then i saw another one that like was saying these guys weren't justified in getting their nobel prize for the mm. hepatitis c uh because it's uh what what is it again it it, it was just the because dis- initially i thought it was for the cure of hepatitis c but no their prize was just for like acknowledging this is what hepatitis c is okay i thought it was like an actually like identify being able to identify it or yeah yeah, the test used essentially and like saying these are the symptoms and this is what we're gonna Um, call it yeah i saw something else that was controversial but i didn't really read into it though but yeah that's i mean there's a few things with the nobel prize one is it sexist there was one i can't remember what the discovery was but there was one discovery in which like this woman played just as much of a role if not than the other two men who had worked on it and when it came time she didn't get any recognition wow which was it was back in the day but yeah i'm sure it was a real big blow to be like yeah but i think the other thing is you have these people who win the nobel prize and i think of just like the research i do and how many people it takes to arrive at any sort of discovery and you cannot what are you gonna do arrive give 20 people the nobel peace prize because realistically it probably did take all 20 of those people to finally get there but no you just have to pick you have to figure out which few were the most involved with it and i think that's where things get hairy i imagine there's probably a couple of einsteins running around yeah yeah that are like i am the team sure sure. (laughs) there is no team it's just me (laughs) i am the i in team (laughs) but um notably i'd like to say that since the discovery of hepatitis c we have a lot more treatments now for it than we initially did it's a much more manageable disease although there's still no vaccine for it Um, but we have a lot of antivirals that you can now take for it oh but um 
hella helpful. That's what I had for the doctor segment, but Frankie brought to my attention. We missed a major segment. We missed a huge thing (laughs) on our week in review. We are actually brain dead without coffee. All right. This is ridiculous. We went to Salem, Massachusetts this past weekend, yeah, guys. I suppose that's the significant. We sat here for about 10 minutes before this <laughs> writing down, you know, our thoughts and everything. And we looked at each other and went, that's all we got for the week in review. <laughs> Literally missed an entire 24-hour period where we, we just blanked on that. Yeah. That was three days ago. So what do you want to say? What do you have to say about um, Salem? Let me, let me just Kick shout it. out to Salem. You have the worst traffic on the planet. Your parking is also a little pricey. Yeah. You have $30. About $30 too pricey. Yeah. You have $30 parking all over Salem. I'll tell you what, guys. If you were thinking about going don't this year, do don't do it. No. All right. $30 parking. It is tourist trappy. Like, on a level I have not seen. It is just people trying the to get out of their house. The issue is that everywhere tourist trappy was already tourist trappy at the baseline. But <clears> now <throat> with corona, when you can only have 50% capacity everywhere, it just makes a tourist trap an actual tourist black hole. Because yeah, you can't just, get anything accomplished. You can't drive anywhere. You can't walk anywhere. You can't There's, go sit anywhere and we, eat. We asked for food at that one at uh what was it um gala gala island yeah gula gula island or something gula gula restaurant in salem and it was an hour 45 minute wait and it was yeah we walked five minutes up the road and went and got chicken chicken yeah bonbon chicken guys if you do go to salem bonbon chicken awesome place. and the guy there was very nice and they got our food in literally 10 minutes yeah it's actually so quick we got we walked there got our food ate it walked back yeah. and still would have been <laughs> waiting for another hour and the yeah i was like you've got to be kidding me but i think even without coronavirus i just didn't really see a lot of alert to the town um, well, we went in a haunted house and it was not even scary. So here's the thing, though. We went very early. It was October It's October. 4th. It's the month no, of Halloween. No, 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 no. They're still prepping. They just started uh, a couple days maybe ago. Maybe they ought to get started sooner. No, 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 no. Salem, though, is if you go like the week before Halloween or two weeks before, the whole town is it's actually very impressive. Um, but to go a month in advance like we did, it is a little... I guess uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. Anticlimactic. Yeah, anticlimactic. It, it just mm-hmm. highly unimpressed this year. But also, we went super early. I just couldn't believe the crowds. We did go to this cool monster wax museum. That was probably the coolest thing we did. That was cool. Olivia didn't recognize anything in there. I knew like two things. I knew the girl from Hocus Pocus and... Guys, for reference, there's a hundred wax creation. Were there really a hundred in there? Yeah, there were one hundred mannequin creations. That's That's what it said on the thing. It's not a lot. Maybe within the basement there were ninety more. They keep all there were maybe twenty. Are you kidding me? Matt and Dee Dee, please write in to Dr. Dork at Don't write in. Oh, no, no, no. I want to call in, guys. All right? But no, that's all we got this week, guys. Yeah, we got to go. We're going to be late for hot yoga. <laughs> yep. We got to go suffer in some hot yoga. So we'll talk to you on episode 19. We will have a book review and possibly a movie review for The Girl on the Train. And how about you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or drop oh, a comment on Podbean. I see we what really you did there. really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. All right, guys. Bye. See you later.